there it is, the uh, Stranger Themes intro. Stranger Things theme, right? right. Yes. Really Which good, is isn't it? Sweeping the nation right now. Everybody is, uh, they're into it. It's real. Are you into it? You know I'm into it. We, we did the, the eight-hour binge with Eleven. And uh, last night in Patty's basement, God, you had us dying doing Alex Jones talking about it. But basically, folks, we have uh, 10-11s who want to go on the record and talk about some of the experiments that were done to them and the chambers where they had the old school scuba gear put over their head. They were put inside there. They had the water dumped on them, which was fluoridated water, by the way, folks. And they were sent to other places to talk about the other side. And who was running the, the, the test mic? That was a DARPA experiment, folks. Okay, we have 11. 11's willing to go on the record. And we have documents from 11 talking about these things. And we'll have it on Infowars.com. We'll be right back. Oh, it's so good. 11's gone public. Yeah. 11 will go public with these experiments, folks. <laughs> this is just the stuff that they're admitting. This is on record, folks. What about 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10? <laughs> we haven't even heard from them yet, folks. All we have is 11 on record. And they're doing all kinds <sighs> of things. And... The first sud? Who's... No, this is the third. Yeah, but the first Tonight's sud. episode brought to you by Bud Light. Because it's summer. Hold on, we're going to do the but, pour for yeah, Pupsi. Hey, Pupsi. Is that coming through? That pour? Yeah. yeah. Oh, look at that foam. It's a beautiful pour. See, I, I really enjoyed Stranger Things, and uh, a lot of people are, are enjoying it, you know, from all across... Selection oh, of people. Awesome, man. It was so feel good. It had it had that nostalgia. nostalgia it, really, it really did. We're talking about this you're creating nostalgia it, in a basket. It's like having a beer at your favorite neighborhood bar yeah. watching Stranger Things. Because it's like E.T., Stephen King, and Steven Spielberg rolled into one nice little retro package. Feel good. It was really feel good. Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder was freaking out and running around and I don't know why Winona Ryder sounds so much like Joan Cusack, but she does. The axe that she had? She did, yeah. Same like I heard from my son. I know that I heard from my son in the lights. Uh, I know it was him. I don't want to give too much away to anyone who hasn't seen it. I mean, Jesus, if you haven't seen Stranger Things, folks, if you haven't seen Stranger Things, drink the Kool-Aid right now and go see it. Netflix. Netflix.com. Infowars.com. Go on record about Stranger Things. Go on record about Eleven, how she looks like a young Ben Affleck mixed together with Jack Johnson and a shaved head. Folks, this stuff's incredible stuff. This is the kind of propaganda that you want in your life, folks, okay? You want to be brought back to 1983 when Ronald Reagan was in there facing off against communism and staring down the evil empire. And people don't realize 1983, one year before 1984. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, hey, hey, you got something there, license to kill. License to kill. 007. 007. 007. 007. 007. 007. 007. 007. And then slept in a little because you got him in. You got to recharge the batteries. Yeah, you gotta, it's like pre prepping for like an Olympic triad, and then you got to get ready for the next the next block of four. Triad. And they're already talking about season two. So hats off for the Duffer brothers, man. This thing's sweeping the nation. And yeah, these guys seemingly came out of nowhere. Right? And they're it. twins, right? They, they're brothers. I don't I don't know if they're twins, but Hopefully they're not they're that twins. much older than you and I. <laughs> Hopefully they're twins. <laughs> It's good stuff. So, what else is uh, what else is going on, man? Besides uh, Stranger Tides, yeah, Stranger Tides. <laughs> Johnny Depp and his uh, divorce from uh, cut off half his finger. Is it what? Yeah, there's like a whole thing about that. Uh, I, don't I don't even want to talk. You know, I don't want. Yeah, speaking of mind control, Johnny, I don't want, Johnny Depp gave up a long time ago, man. Yeah. Fuck him. You know, fuck, I don't I'm fuck. saying it right now. Fuck Johnny. And Depp. you know what, Johnny Depp, your Trump sucks, buddy. Oh God, yeah. Oh, everyone's saying, oh, did you see? Uh, you see Art of the Deal movie on Netflix? It's That's not Johnny Depp. I'm like, yeah, that is Johnny Depp, and it's fucking garbage. It's the studio behind him, and it still sucks. And I was I was talking to I think it was John O I was talking to. He claimed he sounded like Whitey Bulger, like like his impression of Trump. It's just fucking hideous. Right, so he was like, he had the day off from Black Mass, and he went and shot the, 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 the Donald Trump movie. Yeah, put me in there. I could do better with the British trip with the busty boo-boos. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, right now in, uh, God, how many different cities... The uh, the art collective in decline put out these big statues of naked Donald Trump in uh, New York City, um, Cleveland, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and Seattle, and uh, they say the emperor has no balls. So it was like a to scale model of Donald Trump naked. Oh, and uh, it's kind of horrifying. Yeah, I'm right. sure everyone's seen it here. Yeah, I just shared it on Facebook, and I just, I just wrote, I decided to go streaking, and people are enjoying that. <laughs> so, so the name is the Art Collective is in decline. In decline. Are they like the new Banksy? Mm. 
They're like kind of out and about. Is it like, I, I mean, know. do they know who these know. people are? I don't or? know if they're public people or like they know their identities, but pretty, pretty uh, ridiculous it's stunt. It's genius. Yeah, it is yeah. a stunt. Yeah, they trended definitely, today. They did trend. They're trending. No, they definitely no, in, trended. In, they're not, their trending's not in decline. No, it's up. It's up. It's definitely but, up. Uh, yeah, you know, a uh, little uh, art with teeth, you know? Mm. Definitely. You know what's trending again after 20 years is the John Bonet Ramsey murder case. Yeah, what's going on with that? I watched a trailer today for a um, <laughs> six part miniseries that premieres on September 18th. On Making a Beauty Queen? On CBS. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's called The Case of John Bonet Ramsey. And um, basically, the CBS has reopened one of the hottest cold cases in U.S. history. And they released a trailer this week, and they're, they're saying they're hoping to solve it once and for all. Um, it's a six-hour docuseries that's, you know, going to interview all kinds of new people. I think they, they tried the Truth Squad, uh, Burke, which is uh, John Bonet's older brother, who was suspected. Really? In, in the crime. But although one of the, one of the last investigations basically exonerated the family and said we did not find any DNA evidence um, because when they did the DNA stuff, it was the technology was better at the time than it was back in 96, 97 when they were doing the investigation. So although there's still people who suspect you know, the beauty, the, the mother there, what, uh, Patsy. Didn't she, she die? She did die. She died of cancer. She's yeah. in the ground now. She Yeah, she uh, she pa- she passed away. And um, so they have um, they have an FBI investigator named Jim Clemente who worked on the original case. And then they have someone from Scotland Yard. It's a Scotland Yard behavioral analyst named Laura Richards. Together with the aid of several others involved in the original case, they will try, have this, they will try to solve the mystery of her death once and for all. So, I don't know, man. I, mean, I don't give a shit. You know, you don't give a shit. I don't give, yeah. a, I don't give I a know f- people die. I, I don't give a fucking shit about John Bonet well, Ramsey. Know, it's, it's it's one of you the know? most. Uh, what about the little eight year old kid, little girl that got blown to bits in Pakistan by a drone drone how, strike? How about that photo today of that kid from you know? the strike? What was it in Aleppo? Did you see that? No, I didn't see they it. They pulled a little kid out of the wreckage. He survived, and he's just like all <laughs> shell shocked. And yeah, it's fucking sad, man. Yeah, look, it's a bummer that she died, but it's just you know sensationalism at its finest, and. Well, I don't know. what they're doing is they're they're going at the audience who liked. Uh, well, they're cashing in on making the a murderer. Jinx and making a murderer. Yeah. and uh, basically so. just more exploitation. It's I mean, it's all good. I mean, I'm interested in. Look, I want to. You know, they're not going to solve shit, dude. I want to check. They're not, not, not going to figure out who did it because, well, folks, it was a nine foot tall shape shifting reptile from the cosmos who came down and did it. Who likes to do sacrifices on little you know children, little little uh, you know mock human sacrifices. Yeah, we'll be right back. I think. I don't know, man. I, don't, I haven't read that much into the case, but uh, you know, it's yeah. not that I don't care. It's just that it's. Well, like, yeah, it would be nice for. I remember when it happened. We were like well, nine, yeah, ten years old, happened, and it was all you know, it was all over the place. And I don't know, you know, it's just the whole the whole thing is just fucking ridiculous. It's kind of grotesque, isn't it? Yeah, it's grotesque. And it's grotesque. Dr. Chilton, grotesque, grotesque, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that'll that'll be, that'll be great. So know? speaking of reptiles, we we got a pretty yeah. big announcement. I mean, what are, what are we doing? Yeah, we're going to see David Icke, the king of New Age conspiracies. The king of Illuminati, the king of uh, the, taking down the Rothschilds, uh, you know, the the just the basically the chieftain of all things conspiracy. Probably next to Alex Jones, the most famous conspiracy theorist in the world. I put I put him up there. Well, this is what list. he does full time. Yeah, well, he writes and he's an author, and he lectures all over the world. And you know, the David Icke thing, like as I said to you earlier, you know, I, I always knew about David Icke and. You know, I remember re- seeing one of his books that Dad had years ago, and kind of being like, "What is all this?" You know, yeah, this is, this sounds like a friggin' episode of Star Trek Generations. Yeah, is this guy ripping off Roddenberry <laughs> in Star generation. Trek? Yeah, you know, nine, pretty, nine foot tall reptiles that are shapeshifters. What's the deal with the reptiles, man? Because I don't buy into that. You know, I don't buy into that. some people have said, and I kind of believe this, that that's a. Uh, Analogy for the the people who are in power, the small group of people who run our planet, or at least to influence the most, uh, are so calloused and so cold and just lack that basic element of empathy and love that the rest of us have that they're like reptiles, like they're like they're cold blooded reptiles. So like I'm I'm on board with that. I can see that. But like, so are there interdimensional like nine foot tall 
reptiles traversing the cosmos and other dimensions. I don't know about that. Yeah, who were like wanting to enslave humanity. Yeah. I don't buy into that. Yeah. I don't know about that one. Although the queen, I mean, the queen, if the, anyone's a candidate. She's definitely a reptile. To be like Hillary's a, a reptile. reptile. Kissinger's yeah. a reptile. The Rockefellers. The Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, they're all reptiles. Yeah. Bill Clinton looked a little reptilian at the DNC Clinton, there. Did you see him? Clinton's scales are coming out. They're definitely coming out, man. And this stuff with the Clintons, too, this has been all the rage on a lot of right-wing media and really kind of all over the place is about Hillary's health. There's been conspiracies that have been popping up about uh, her health. And I, I looked in, into both sides, and uh, I honestly think, I mean, her physician came out and signed off on official documents saying that she's healthy, you know, she's fit as a fiddle. She had those issues a few years back with the blood clot. I mean, she's and, a 70-year-old person, you know, she yeah, is 70. I mean, yeah, but she's never had to, like, clean houses or get up on a ladder. Or, yeah, like, that's do, true. She never did know. a break job? No, she never did any oh, of that shit. So okay. I, yeah. I, I would be inclined to believe that she's probably... In, Access to the best health care. Of course. Like anyone from the halls of power. Of course. And I think with Trump, I think there was, uh, you know, maybe they're worried he eats McDonald's or KFC too much. Is, is, I remember when I saw him last October, that was one thing he said, that my children are worried that I do eat McDonald's too much. I do indulge. I do enjoy McDonald's. And I do like KFC, by the way. The photo of him on the plane with the KFC. Yeah, I think legitimately, Mike, even, you know, being a billionaire, he enjoys that stuff. He does enjoy it. Because he's every man. He could have a KFC installed, like, in his bathroom at Trump Tower, you know? Yeah, at like the next, bathroom. He has the bathroom. It'll be one-stop shop. Eat the chicken and, you know. Well, eat the, the Taco Bell, and then you're in the bathroom. So, I mean, it's going to be... Yeah, it's all one motion. Yeah. yeah that, that's, my, that's my Tough Mudder, by the way. Excuse me. Oh, yeah. My yeah, Tough been... Mudder is is when I when I have Taco Bell. Tough Mud. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the uh, being able to make it to the toilet. Yeah, the, the cold of Tough Mudder. It's a 50-yard dash to the toilet after having Taco Bell, a.k.a. Tough Mudder. Yeah, just, you know, I heard... A coworker came up to me yesterday and was going off about Tough Mudder. You know, you gotta you gotta do Tough Mudder with me. And I'm like, I don't want to do Tough Mudder. Okay, yeah. I want to fucking stay home and watch movies in my underwear and drink beer. Yeah. All right. I don't want to fucking run around. I don't want to run through mud. I don't want to run through a pile of mud and get have honey stuck to me and get oh. all dirty and nasty and gross. Right. And then like take pictures of it and then post it. Want everyone to masturbate all over it and get a pat on the back. <laughs> Look how hard I am. I'm not into that. Yeah. Like I've been hearing about Tough Mudder for like six fucking years. And you know what? I'm fucking sick of hearing about it. I'm sick of seeing the pictures. Here, here. Okay, that's great. You're physical. You're in good shape. Hey, you know. That's, I'm not. That's I've fucking been, awesome. My 20s, I've been struggling with my weight up and down, mostly up, you know. But, <laughs> and that's great. Hey, I'm not like poo-pooing physical fitness. and, and I admire all, his great physical strength. Or the Iron Man or any of that shit. But it's like, you know, yeah, it's, it's a Tough Mudder cult, man. It's the cult of Tough Mudder. It's tired. Yeah. It's almost as tired as like superhero movies at this point, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, Superman did the Tough Mudder. That's like the CrossFit. What about your CrossFit? CrossFit's the new cult. There's a cult of CrossFit, too, There's right? There's definitely a cult of CrossFit. Yeah. And you got to wonder if the Tough Mudder and CrossFit people, 10% of their money goes into that tilt. Yeah, and are they all reptiles working together, too, in one cabal, <laughs> you know? <laughs> they could be. <laughs> they very well could be. Excellent. Yeah, Tough Mudder, Mike? Yeah, you know, mutter. just uh, no offense, man, to people who are into that shit, but... I actually, would rather just sit here and... Ah, yeah, tough snapper, you know? <laughs> I'm just not into it, man. If, you, if that's your bag and you want to do it, that's cool. Yep. That's a poor. Look at that. Look at the prestige. Look at that. That, that is the prestige of the bear paw. Mm. You're pulling the bear at the pub after a long day. You didn't do tough mother, but you're a tough motherfucker. Exactly. So, what else is going on? Did you see the Rogue One trailer? Star Wars saga speaking? I did, but I didn't see Mads Mikkelsen. He's in it, right? I, I have to... In the movie? Yeah. He is in the movie. He, okay. I think there's a promo photo that's released. Is it a small role because he tried to eat somebody, or he plays uh, the heroine's father? Okay, he plays the lead the lead gal there who's going to steal the plans for the Death Star. He plays her father. Wow! But man, the end of the Rogue One trailer. You know who shows up? Dick Cheney, Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah exactly. Geez. It's really quick. It's like a couple seconds of him breathing. Wow! But it's if... <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome, man. That's like the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard. You got time to tell it again? <laughs> I was excited, okay? Everyone was excited, you know. We have to wait till December of next year for episode 8 to come out. Well, Rogue One which, is out what, this December? Yeah, this December, and it's basically 3.5. It takes place between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. 3.5. So, my, I was wondering if they are going to have Hayden Christensen be in the suit. It's just, you gotta, you know, patting me. What happened to Pat? So be one. Obi Wan, he's jealous. He hates me. He's just jealous. I hate him. I hate him. Uh, yeah. Do you think he ever watches that? Like maybe when it's on TBS, like when he's just channel surfing and he maybe sees it and he stops on it and cringes. Or mm. how do you think he feels about his performance in those, Mike? 
He's probably okay with it because he's happy with the residual checks. Yeah, that oh, he yeah. gets from him. Yeah, he probably made a lot of money. So I don't know, but I'm I'm excited for Rogue One. It looks good. You know, it's a good little appetizer for Episode Eight. So we'll be there before we know it. We actually watched a documentary last night about uh, Dennis Rodman's trip to North Korea. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to chat about that, man. That was great. Uh, Big Bang in Pyongyang, as everyone knows, Dennis Rodman did some basketball diplomacy and went over to North Korea in 2013 and 2014. And, uh, you know, man, he had a lot of balls to do that. And, uh, you know, obviously our, our one of our best friends, Elds, Justin A. Martell, has been to North Korea. And, um, you know, I kind of could understand um, what, what Dennis Rodman's trying to do, you know? And I made the point uh, that, you know, however crazy it might seem what he's doing or, like, un-American or pandering to a rogue nation state, it's better than dropping bombs. Right. It's just maybe a step in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. They called it basketball diplomacy. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, was he? did he freak out? I mean, he was, like, drunk the whole time, right? Like, what's the deal on that? Well, you know, he was being interviewed during it, and there was, like, a few moments where I think the weight of the whole thing hit him. The fact that he's going to a country um, that is closed off from the world like that. And, um, you know, the leader, Kim uh, Kim Jong-un, is it was, you know, growing up, Mike, was a huge fan of the Bulls. Right, he idolized Dennis Rodman, yeah. Scotty Pippen, and Michael you, Jordan. Yeah, when you see footage of them together and the way the marshal hugs Dennis Rodman, you believe, Mike. They love each other. You just go, ah. Because like, he's, he's so unlikely. Yeah, like, so Dennis fucking, Rodman's probably like, what, 6'8"? Six, like, six, I think he's 6'7". He's a big boy. And you know Oon's probably, what, 5'7"? Uh, with platforms. Probably a full fucking foot taller than that yeah. little yellow dude, you know? It's good, though, Mike. <laughs> Do this, Robin. <laughs> you gotta understand. You gotta understand what Kenneth Bay did. What Kenneth Bay did. And you gotta talk about that. He's on CNN, dude. Just no, I, shit face. Yeah. The other yeah. players are all like, oh, fuck. Yeah, they, they, the guy little, puts his arm on him, like trying to, like, maybe try to calm him, him down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, like the Mad King, you know? <laughs> it's bad. But so basically, he may have squandered. An well, opportunity you know, to, to, to so have a dialogue. They they played the game, which went really well, man. The game that the friggin' North Korean team whooped their ass, dude. They were, they ran circles. I mean, most of those dudes were kind of older and a little out of shape. You don't think they threw it? Uh, was it like the Globetrotters? Or? They were hustling. No, these are all like former NBA players. Okay, one of them was Vin Baker, who played for the Celtics for a little while. Oh yeah, and um, they um, the the North Korean team, man, they they were really good. I think uh, well, not I think some of the. Uh, NBA players said we, we underestimated these guys. I think maybe we, we took for granted how good that they would be right. and how disciplined they are because I guess over there, if you miss a free throw or something, you get executed, you know? <laughs> or so. you at least get put into one of those camps. Yeah, you get, you get put or... into a re-free re throw camp. You yeah. have to learn how to reshoot free throws. Right. I mean, but, did Rod, uh, do you think Rodman, like, you know, maybe on the side just kind of said, hey, look, man, you know, maybe you could... Go about things a little different, you know? I know he said at one point, do me a solid and release one of these people. Yeah. Who ultimately did get released, And I think, and I think Kenneth Bay, Bay has said that uh, Rodman's presence helped expedite things. So, who knows, man? I mean, the whole thing is so so twisted, you know? It's one of the last places on Earth that doesn't have a friggin' Rothschild Central Bank, you know, as David Icke will tell you. So, that that's, that's at play. That's bigger picture stuff. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I applaud Dennis Rodman and, and maybe... Uh, you know, after the game, um, he had a weekend planned with Kim Jong-un out uh, like 70 miles or three hours uh, east of Pyongyang um, at, a, at a ski resort with, with Un and his family and his visors. And he got up there, he was waiting for Un to come, and then Un was told that Robin was just drunk and belligerent. Oh, really? Too drunk and belligerent to like just even make sense. So he didn't show up. And, uh, you know, when Robin got back, he checked into rehab and he even admitted that he just went too hard. But you know, if you if you like actually like analyze that and take a look at that, Mike, we're talking about a fucking pro basketball player. <laughs> who, we're not talking who, about like a we're not talking diplomat. about a seasoned diplomat. We're not like John Kerry's not going over there. You know, it's not not like a former president, it's not, not Mitchell, fucking Jimmy yeah. Carter, right? Or Mitchell. It's not like a blue ribbon commission, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking no, Dennis. It's Rodman. Dennis Rodman, Mike. Do you think he brought any wedding Which dresses is in his suitcase? So psych, dude. It is really psych. Oh, I'm sure him and Oon did some did some, some dress up. Yeah, they probably pulled a little dress up. You probably wanted to hear about Madonna, right? Oh, yeah, but I just, I just heard just like wall-to-wall partying, jet skis, you know, beautiful women. Um, the best food. Cigars, the beer, best cold food. Beer. Yeah, cold beer. Anything so you So the lights drink. are off in the rest of the country. They're lucky to get a, a little bit of rice, and they're just there fucking partying. They're, par they're partying, yeah. 
It's actually, but you know, I think at the heart of the whole thing, man, and this is what Elza said. You know, we've deep. The West has demonized North Korea. You know, and we always go. They lock people up. They got political prisoners, motherfucker. We got political prisoners here in America. You know, Jeffrey Sterling, John Kiriakou, Chelsea Manning. We have people who are political prisoners. And I also make the point that the United States has ruined millions of people's lives by locking them up for drugs. So our, our human rights, uh, you know, record, I don't know, man, we're not perfect. Well, and now the DEA has come out and said, yes, uh, marijuana is still just as bad as heroin. Right. So I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not condoning what North Korea does. And I think it's wrong. And it's, it is terrible. It's I terrible. Mean, it, I, they separate I totally, families. I totally recognize it and it's terrible and it's horrible. But look, every country does horrible, terrible shit. It's all relative. And to totally demonize them and call them evil and cut them off and not even be willing to go over there and negotiate and talk to them and, and, and even something as frivolous as a basketball game goes a long way, in well, my opinion. You look at the Marshall's face, dude, he's psyched. Dude, he's, he's, dude, he's fucking so excited. He's collecting a childhood hero. Dude, he's, exactly, exactly. Imagine, like, you know, he's a millennial, Mike. Un, he's around our age. He's a couple years old. Yeah. yeah, so imagine, like, now you're the leader of this rogue country. Who you're, do you want to show you're up? You're in charge of, and you have run of a whole country and a military and, and everything, yeah. and you could bring someone from your childhood who you idolize who's going to come and, like, be, like, a fucking diplomat. How about, like, Ray Bork or, uh, you know, yeah. Mark Messier? Or, yeah, uh, like Wayne Gretzky. Wayne, dude, Wayne Gretzky. I would totally try and get Wayne Gretzky if I was Kim Jong-un, <laughs> and, like, I went to a nice boarding school in Switzerland when I was a kid. And you had and to I knew, I, And I knew what the NHL was, you know, because you got to remember a lot of the other people in North Korea, they wouldn't know what the Chicago no Bulls idea. are. They yeah. wouldn't know who Michael Jordan and Dennis Robin and Scottie Pippen are, what kind of dynasty they were. They didn't have access to the Phil Jackson fucking yeah. Trinity. Yeah. And I remember, dude, I even liked the Chicago Bulls as a little kid, man, so I totally know where, where the Marshall's coming from. I do too. I, I have a Chicago Bulls jacket. And we have to look at the things, Mike, that we have in common, not the things that divide us. Right. You know, you got to do that in your own life with and people, you, you know. Oh, absolutely. And you know what, man? That's one thing about Megla, uh, about Trump, that uh, I think he might he might actually be, like, ballsy enough if he gets into the White House. He'll go to North Korea. Dude, he'll go to North Korea and he'll he'll work with Putin. Yeah. Putin and Trump, man. They're just, they will, they will they, cut, we will cut world-class deals together. I think they like each other. We will negotiate incredible deals that will make your head spin. I mean, this is the first election where Russia has really kind of played a role. And, I mean, they hacked, essentially they hacked the DNC. Let's call a spade a spade. Yeah. Russia probably hacked the DNC. They did that shit, Mike. Or they paid a third party to hack it. Because I don't know. Beretta did that shit. On the eve of the DNC. It's so good. About the emails and about... I'm glad it. they did. <sighs> it, it, it's blatant. It's we always to kill the messenger. We I mean. always knew that... Well, right. We always knew all those people were corrupt and, and the whole thing was a scam and Bernie got fucked. But to have those emails is just kind of the nice icing on yeah, the Wasserman cake. Schultz. Wasserman you know? Schultz. Though. Everyone goes on about Roger reptile. Ailes being hired for the Trump campaign. They're all how Schultz. About, how about Hillary hiring Wasserman Schultz? Yeah. I mean, Roger Ailes is deplorable. I mean, I'm not going to... He is he's disgusting. disgusting. He's disgusting. <laughs> he's like Rick Springfield in uh, True Detective Season 2. He's disgusting. <sighs> but... You know, it's, uh, uh, I don't know, man. But what about the debates? So the debates are coming up in just over a month. Gary yeah. just had a, Gary Johnson Gary, had a big money Gary's bomb. Gary's had a big, Raised almost $2 million. Dollars. No, no, $3 million. Oh, in the, first half, a, the first half of August, Bill Weld and Gary Johnson have raised $3 million U.S. dollars. Wow, that's crazy. And that's fucking awesome, man. That is awesome. God, that, that, that's, you know, I know that doesn't seem like much when you look at the fucking cash cow that Hillary is and Trump can put together a million, no problem. Well, Trump, you, you told me something yesterday. Trump hasn't spent any money on TV ads at all? In the general election, so general election mode, per the Washington Post, Trump has spent zero on advertising. But I just got word they're going to start... Advertising and spending money on ads, so we'll see how that works out. But I, I am uh, spent what 40, 50, 36, 60, 36, million 36 million or something, yeah, something crazy like Jill that. Jill Stein spent eight hundred dollars, and, <laughs> and Gary spent <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Jill Stein has a CNN town hall. The Green Party nominee. last night they did. Yeah, how did that go? Um, I didn't really get to see it, but I mean, just the fact that they had one is ridiculous. You know, it, it is, man. I mean, this there's nothing conventional about twenty sixteen. And the fact that CNN is now finally looking at someone like Gary Johnson or Jill yeah. Stein. Agree it, with libertarians or Greens or not. I agree that they should be in the debates. We should – the Americans should be able to hear from someone outside of the two-party thing, you know? Yeah, and uh, Jill Stein is actually already – the Green Party is going to be on the ballot in at least, what, 40, 42 Are they states? right near 40? Yeah, they're up by 40, maybe even more. Yeah, well, definitely will be better than the last time. It was in the low 30s in 2012. It was still enough to win the 200 and... 
Oh, yeah. It was enough to win the 270 electoral votes, but... Uh, right. But now, so the, the bar is set. They have to be at 15 points yep. to be included. Yep, and, and they released which polls they were going to be five, Yeah, what are these? Fox I, News? I forget which ones they are. Wall Street Journal or something, New York Times? Whatever they so, are. Do you think at this point Gary's... Gary's going to be on that... In that first debate? I don't know, man. It's going to be going to come down pretty close because some state polls, like in Colorado, I saw a poll. He's at 16% in Colorado. He's broken double digits in Indiana, which is crazy. So if this trend keeps going the way it is, he might uh, he might squeak into the debates. He might. So That would be something. That would be great, man. You know, Gary Johnson, a guy I drove around New Hampshire uh, four or five years ago, had dinner with numerous times, had him at our birthday party. Uh, came to a friggin' Tony's house in Ringe. Oh, we'll invite him to our 30th. Yeah, we should. We should. But well, uh, We're working on preparations for our 30th birthday in October, so stay tuned on that. Yeah, that'll be good. We named your Neva. It's heaven. Backwards. Backwards. Did you, uh, did you watch that documentary, Clinton Cash? Yeah. I started watching it. Did you watch the whole thing? Yeah, I watched all the clips. What's the deal on that? Is there any new info or, like, what, what's... I mean, it's basically, um, that dude's book, um, in a, in a pretty good documentary form. And uh, it just names names. It just it, it shows you the uh, timelines when Bill or Bill would give a speech, uh, you know, a bribe, and the money would go into the Clinton Foundation, and then that would affect policy, uh, you know, through the State Department. So, for example, uh, this this giant telecom out of Sweden called Ericsson um, wanted to do business in Iran, and Hillary was Secretary of State at the time. Erickson flew Clinton to Sweden. He gave a nice speech. Bill Clinton. They paid him a fucking exorbitant amount of money. And then uh, not long after that, the State Department said, uh, modified its sanction policy on Iran. And it didn't include telecom. So Erickson was able to do business with Iran, made a fucking killing, and their investment paid off. The Clintons got their vig. Clintons got their vig. And it was all done with Hillary's Secretary of State. Dude, that's fucking illegal. That's illegal, some kind of man. Conflict of interest or something going on. Beyond there, a conflict I mean, of interest, know. dude. It doesn't. I don't care if it was the Clintons who did. Whoever, if you do, you're doing that shit. You know, that's illegal. You know, that's one small bit of it. And and, and right. Clinton cash goes into Haiti. Yeah, the shit with Haiti. I did see that. There's a lot of thing. Haitians that still camp out outside the Clintons' office in New York City and saying, you know, where's the fucking money? You didn't help us. You know. You saw our opportunity, you exploited a tragedy, and you fucking made money off it for you and your friends. Right, because they gave a contract to some company way up in the north of the country, which wasn't affected. A part by that wasn't even affected by the uh, the disaster. You know? It's a disaster. It's a disaster. It's so blatant. Hillary's so crooked. She's so on the take. She's a disaster. She's very disgusting. And Trump did a shakeup in his campaign this week, too. Yeah, and I Man think Manafort's, Manafort's been downgraded. Effectively demoted. Yeah. yeah, so Manafort can only, like, retweet twice a day now, you know? <laughs> and they brought in a Breitbart shill, right? Yeah, they brought in the Breitbart person and... Oh, uh, and Roger Ailes. Yeah, Roger Ailes is like Roger an advi- Ailes. He's advising Trump for the debates. <sighs> God. And, and Hillary's just, you know, she's looking at every angle that Trump's going to throw at her for those debates. And you know he's going to go there. You, you, yeah. Nothing's... I'm really glad that, that Monica decided to keep the blue dress because it really shows us what kind of type of people the Clintons are. I wouldn't put it past them to... To talk about that at the debate. Like, debates. maybe show up and wear the blue dress? Or yeah, have, have, Melania, a model have, or? have Melania come out like a catwalk and model the blue dress? <laughs> Melania looks great in the jizz dress. It's just tremendous. That's freaking twisted, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fucking Olympics, man. I yeah. fucking hate the Olympics, you know? I, I hate them. I don't give a shit about them. I had a status here the other day that said... Um, Phelps, Michael Phelps leads all Olympians with 68 bong rips. You know, right. that, that sums up how I feel about the goddamn Olympics. Well, I mean, you know, you give you, a shit. The thing, there's two things about the Olympics that I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by. Uh, one being the, the U.S., some of these U.S., I forget which part they're involved in, but they lied about being held up at a gas oh, station. Oh, uh, Lockie, the, uh, is he a swimmer? Yeah, maybe he was a swimmer. Yeah, didn't he just get drunk and fucking trash a toilet or something, something somewhere? Something like that. He just lied. Was it, about isn't it. that like all that happened? Not only that, he but tried to swim in the toilet and he was drunk. Maybe. I mean, there, there's something. Said at, they got robbed. Something at a gas station or something. The Loch Ness then, Monster know, Lock Gate. I guess that was kind of cool. And there's uh, there's at least you know I think two or three people whose full time job at the Olympics is to hand out rubbers. Mm. Like they they run around with big bags full of rubbers and hand it out to the yeah, to the Olympians. What the hell do you think Hope Solo is having so much sex? What's Hope Solo doing out there? You well, know, I mean, you know, partying. 
partying. But Eric, I just want to impress upon you that someone's job yeah. is to hand out rubbers at the Olympics. No, oh, that's pretty good. Rubber tech. What do you put on your resume? Like I, I worked at Planned Parenthood, or yeah. How do you like when you sit down for an interview for that job? Yeah, like, what was I watch? I was watching the female <laughs> volleyball uh, today, or is is volleyball just exclusively women? Maybe I'm ignorant to that. I don't know. I don't know. But I was just, it was U.S. playing, uh, who were they playing? Serbia. I was just thinking, God, this would be so much better if they were all topless. You know, we could, we could do a boob Olympics, you know, and compare <laughs> breastuses on the U.S. side. Yeah. And the I Serbian mean, because in all fairness, they were talking about the swimmers uh, package, the genitalia. Of course they, they were. were. <laughs> they're, they're all objectified, all of them. All I mean, of them. Yeah, all of the it's Olympics. It's not a gender the, the thing. They're, they're all, yeah, it's just. They're it's, all pieces of meat running around it's just with the, the fucking, nationalism. It's just a globalist stroke fest, man. That's all yeah. the Olympics are. Yeah, it kind of is, you know, isn't it? I don't it? give a fuck about it. It's so retarded. It's, it's a money grab. It's a one world, gov- one world thing, you know. It's just, it's just retarded. It's very forced. Stupid. Yeah. And then the Olympic watch party, Mike. You were, you and Aunt were subjected two years ago in DC. Yeah, my Can sister. You speak to that? My sister Laura and I. Um, uh, Laura lives down in Washington D.C. I was down there visiting her and some close friends, and uh, we ended up at an Olympic watch party uh, back in, I believe it was 2012. Okay, it was it's a bunch of like journalists hanging out. Like watching the Olympics, so it wasn't pretentious at all. Oh no, not at all. Yeah, and uh, you know you had to be like kind of half in the bag to be there. So we took like a cab out there. You know we're hanging out watching it, and I'm just looking at this whole scene. They got the cheese platters, and yeah. they had a really nice bottle of. Were guys uh, wearing boat shoes? Oh yeah, there were. Bo- yeah, there was yacht. Yeah, there was boat there was shoes. Yacht and hipster element. Absolutely. Okay. A lot of irony. Yeah. A lot of what do you do? What's your job? You yeah. Know? Do you when you meet a- some, when you meet someone in DC, the first question they ask you, "Oh, what do you do?" Yeah. And so Laura, my my sister, who's got her bachelor's and her master's and has a very great, well, high paying job, will just tell people, "Oh, I cut hair. I'm a stylist." Yeah. Not to denigrate people who do cut hair. Yeah. But to basically put a mirror up to people who ask you that question. Yeah. What do you do? And so as soon as Laura says, "Oh, I'm a, I'm I cut hair for a living," or "I'm a." I'm a, uh, you know, stylist. They just go, uh, and then they don't talk to you. Yeah. And that's really the reason for doing that. But they had, like, a nice bottle of, I think it was either Kettle One or Grey Goose, and it was, like, towards the end of the night, and we, we wanted to just get out of there. We called the cab to get out of there. I, I tried to, like, I tried to just take it, you know. It, it was just, like, yeah, I'm just, I'm going to take I'm, this. I'm going to take this. And, and the, the girl there was like, no, you're not. So that was, like, the Bernie in you. You're like, I'm going to take this vodka. This not, vodka's mine. Look, 13%. Of the vodka in this bottle belongs to the people. Yeah. It doesn't belong to you. Didn't drink it tonight. It's my vodka. I need to get drunk on it to deal with those. Right. So, yeah, Olympic watch party in Washington, D.C. I went to one of those. It fucking sucked. It was a bunch of bullshit. It was. It's a globalist stroke fest. Yeah. And uh, I, I will never go to another one again. I like that. And a lot of people are making waves about Bernie purchasing, uh, was it Lake Champlain up in Vermont in there? Vermont, yeah. Lakefront property. But I, I think mean, that's more WITSEC than anything. You think so? To yeah, try and hide from the Clintons? Yeah, the Clinton Foundation may have bought it for him and said, if you stay quiet, you can live here and we will not murder your grandkids. It's only like, you know? <laughs> it's only like 300 grand, dude. That, yeah. Okay, like, it, you know, people who... My wife would never do the money. People who are ragging on Bernie about this, calm the fuck down, people, okay? I'm pretty sure his wife... Sold the property up in Maine, and they, they used the money from that to purchase this thing. And in the grand scheme of things, um, it's not really that much money. Three hundred grand, dude. The Clintons put that together so quickly to have someone killed. Like they only this is a drop in the well, bucket. Whatever dude. it is, but you know, drop in the bucket. Cut Bernie a fucking break. The dude, it's a dude seventy four years old. He's been running around for the last year, yeah, trying to fucking get people fifteen bucks an hour, <laughs> get people healthcare and free college. <laughs> give, the, give the guy a fucking break, man. You know, yeah. let him have, let him enjoy the last thirty years of his life. <laughs> It's going to be 30. And the fucking lake up in Vermont, dude. <laughs> I don't care, man. It's I, definitely Witsec, though, dude. It's DNC. There are some... It's, there is some Ray Liotta, Goodfella-type things DNC, going on. It's DNC, Witsec, and, you know... Now that those are just have spaghetti with ketchup, and they call it pasta. <laughs> you know? like, I wanted to see my grandkid live. Well, that's the reason. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and there's... People are chastising Bernie for endorsing Hillary, and I get that. And um, I understand it. But he actually said that all along. Yeah. That he's going to endorse the nominee. And we knew two years ago who the nominee was going to yeah, be. It was not going to be Martin O'Malley. Fuck no. Yeah. Poor Bernie, man. I know. You know, 9%. 10% of 9%. He had to fucking eat Hillary's shit at that convention, dude. And his people were so disappointed. I know. Everyone was hoping he was going to go for Jill Stein. Everyone got quote unquote burned. It's too bad, Mike. You know, he did, he did, he did what he could, though. 
We have to remember that the Palestinians are people, and they need to drink water. <clears throat> he brought up some pretty important issues. Yeah, he did. My favorite thing that Bernie said in front, right in front of that reptile, Hillary. I am not friends with Henry Kissinger. I will not be taking advice from Henry Kissinger. That's like a mic drop moment. Yeah, that is a mic. Yeah, that Obama is. wants to do his mic drop moments, you know, the the drone in chief guy. Yeah, that's a mic drop moment. Yeah, that's true. So uh, the last couple of weeks, uh, a new book has come out by uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. about the uh, Martha Moxley murder down in Connecticut. There, seventy five in nineteen seventy five. She was a fifteen year old girl um, who was basically, you know, beaten to bludgeoned and stabbed to death. Oof. And Michael Skakel, I believe, did. Uh, 10 years or maybe even longer, but uh, Skakel, they called him a Kennedy cousin. He wasn't actually a Kennedy. Michael Skakel, his father was siblings with Ethel Kennedy, who was Robert Kennedy's wife. So he doesn't have any Kennedy blood in him, but he's kind of labeled as a Kennedy cousin. Yeah. Came from a conservative family, and uh, RFK Jr. is out there, man, saying he didn't do it. And he thinks, uh, you know, the guy who started working in the Skakel house may be guilty or, or co like Kobe Bryant's cousin or so. I got to read the book. Yeah, we should read the book. I got to read the book. And we're, we're trying to get Bobby Kennedy Jr. to come on the podcast. So That'd be pretty sweet. Stay tuned for that. That'd be real good. That would be a lot of fun. It'd be tremendous. It'd be huge. And speaking of huge and tremendous, if you haven't seen it yet, Jackman Radio has released their most recent skit, Comedy Short. Uh, in tandem with JF3 Productions, a.k.a. Jeff Cornell, a.k.a. Poopsie, out of East Granby, Connecticut, Trump on Ice. It's nothing short of a fucking masterpiece, Mike. It was a lot of fun. It was epic. It's gotten a good response. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, under... We, Je we've almost tomorrow will be a, a week. Yeah, be a week, almost at 1,000 views, and uh, I've I've heard nothing but universal uh, just, just love for it, and people just laugh their ass off. Lyndon Byers, uh, LB from WAF Hillman Morning Show, liked it. Yeah, and you know Trump's people have seen it. Trump himself probably saw it. Yeah. I never knew I could skate like that. I did a great job, didn't I? Like, in his mind, Mike, he was actually there. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I that was that job. was the Wollston ice rink that I saved, by the way. We came in under time and under budget, by the way. That was a lot of fun to shoot that. Yeah, Trump on Ice. If you haven't checked it out, uh, go on YouTube. Trump on Ice, Jackman Radio. It's ten. It's 10-minute tour de force. You're going to see references to the Mighty Ducks. You're going to see references to Miracle. You're going to see Cold War intrigue. You're going to, uh, you know... It's a 10-minute short film that has everything. Basically. Everything you're looking everything for. Everything that you could ever want. Within a, just a, you know, a bundle. Donald Trump playing hockey. Hasn't which, been done before. Which is... It's never been done before, Coral. We've done this before. I know. We're going on season six binge next week. Yeah, that drops next week, next right? Next Tuesday, Walking Dead Season 6 drops on DVD and Blu-ray. Oh, God. Eric hasn't seen it yet. He's ready for it. Mm. And, of course, Season 7 premieres uh, October 22nd or 23rd. That's exciting. I'm, I'm excited. It's going to be a good time, you know? And uh, today, I just found this out. Patrick Swayze, had he lived, would be 64 today. You know, I, I think he passed away in 2009. I remember it's tough, being, Mike. Yeah, I mean, you know, cancer, tough. cancer got him. You know, great actor. I mean, he made, uh, obviously, Ghost with Demi Moore. He made Donnie Darko. He was in Donnie Darko, yeah. He played a... Uh, a motivational speaker who, in fact, had a kitty porn dungeon. He did, yeah. So he was like also like a Ted Haggard-type, pastor-type dude. Right, there was other stuff going on there. There was dark underlining things. There was stuff going on, yeah. Donnie Darko exposed that. He burned the house down. And you made that movie, um, Roadhouse. 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 His roundhouse, roundhouse kick in Roadhouse was right up there with anything Chuck Norris did in the 80s. Yeah, but Patrick Swayze, though, put all his ultimate, his point break, Mike. His hair <laughs> and his feet in the wetsuit. Yeah, his turn is hey, Utah. His turn is Bodie in Point Break. I didn't even bother seeing the remake. And you know Ugh. what? I probably never will. Gross. Yeah, that's deplorable. Gross. The like, fact that they even made that. Like that in the Ghostbusters friggin' abomination. Yeah. And Suicide Squad's bombing out too, man. That's just not... Yeah. Jared Leto's coming out saying like he feels like he, he was got like, tricked. Yeah. He was deceived. Yeah. All right. They just shouldn't even He took bother. the paycheck, right? They shouldn't even... Yeah, did he get duped into the checking, into the U.S. dollars going into his jegging? Right. When he looked into his checking account afterwards, Mike, like a payment. Was it DC who made those? Yeah, it was DC. After DC, DC put the, the money in Warner his checking Brothers. account? 
Yeah. Was he duped I, into that? I think he was okay with that. You know, he sent, like, rats to his fucking co-stars, and he, he went, like, ultra-method. You're, like you're not Heath Ledger, bro. <laughs> Heath Ledger did ultimate method because he fucking died. All right? You'll never, you'll, you you know, you gotta die. He worked for the said. gusto, dude. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He died for his art. It's just... It's tired. It's yeah. really tired, man, the whole superhero thing. What did we watch recently? We watched uh, Sisters with uh, uh, oh, yeah. Amy Schumer Amy, and Tina Fey. No, not Amy Schumer. Uh, oh, uh, Tina Amy Fey Poehler. Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler, who's, oh, we were who's just actually saying, funny. We were saying earlier, Amy Schumer sucks, and I'm sick of looking at her fat, ugly face. Her and Charlie Schumer can, Rosie would can say. just fucking go and... Take everyone's guns. Yeah. We're not going to get our guns. Yeah, I'd like to see Alex Jones debate Amy Schumer. Yeah, not even debate her, just yell at her. You know, like a 30-second clip of him seeing her on the subway or something. Get her face, get her face. There's Amy Schumer, get her face. You're not going to get our guns, Amy! I don't <laughs> care about Chuck Schumer! If you haven't seen it, anyone listening, you've got to check out Alex Jones with Carl Rove at the airport. Like At the a- RNC? Alex Jones and Carl Rove happened to be on the same flight that was going, <laughs> that was going up. What are, the the fucking, what are the fucking chances of that, dude? <laughs> And Alex Jones goes up to him and he's like, hey, how you doing, Carl? Carl's like, you know, he knew who he, dude, he knew who he was, okay? First of all, Texas, I mean, they have yeah. a couple of Texas boys, okay? He's like, oh, oh how you doing, Alex, you know? And, and he, he said, oh, contact Fox News if you want to interview me and, you know, we can, I work for them, they're my employer. And Yeah, I do contact Fox News and they never get back to me. You know, surprise, surprise. But didn't he call him Turd Blossom too? He called him TB. A.K.A. Turd Blossom, probably half a dozen times. Oh, that's so good. So just go on YouTube, type in Alex Jones, Carl Rove, and you'll, you'll be entertained for... That know. in the Young Turks uh, showdown at the oh, convention, Chank? too. Yeah, that was... You must have heard about that. You were at the RNC. You must have heard about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. When I got home, well, when I got back to the hotel, you know, I would do the review on my laptop and see all the great stuff from the day. What was it like being at the Republican National Convention out there dressed as Donald Trump for the crowds and the police? It was and the pretty protesters? surreal. It was fun. It was actually a lot of fun. I had a great time. And um, wall-to-wall police, I had law enforcement wanted to get pictures with me, wanted to just ask me about what I was doing, you know, what my deal was. It was very disarming. Very disarming to see Chris Christie dressed as Donald Trump. Yeah, that's the only criticism people can really levy at you is like, oh, it's Chris Christie and Chris Farley dressing up as Donald yeah, Trump. Wow, that's so fucking original. Show me your Donald Trump. That's you original, get, Alfred. You get out there, you do a card. Send me a postcard and you get out there. I kept this group safe. You try and go out there and do that. You call. go out to Cleveland, you get in a car, you drive 600 miles, 10 hours by yourself, walkers at your feet, go to the convention, dress as Trump, and put it out there for everybody. You do it. You go do that, and then And then I'll criticize your impression. Exactly. Yeah, armchair yeah. critics, man. They're the best. We love you. We love the armchair yeah, you're critics, so, man. You're so tough, Jeb. We know that you're so tough behind your keyboard at your mommy's, your mommy's basement in Kennebunkport, jerking off to the Project for New American Century. You're so tough, Jeb. Dude, you're Jeb, so tough. Jeb's like saying he might endorse Gary Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's real. Mitt Romney and Jeb Bush. How do you feel about the fact that those guys might be... I mean, dude, Bill Weld, I mean, I'm not going to lie, man. Bill Weld kind of... Bill Weld's smelly. Kind of like... Kind of... It gives me a little bit of... Kind of smelly. A little bit of pause. Yeah. And during that town hall, he was like talking about drones are maybe okay. Like, we can yeah. we can talk about drones. Yeah, or, all right. You know, dude, drones as a fucking foreign policy. Yeah. Ron and, Paul and, would have none of that. Well. Well, Bill, I, I need to give you a lesson on foreign policy and drones. Would you like a drone to hit your daughter's wedding during the toast? Would you like that? No, I don't think so, Bill. You might be a little radicalized because you're not going to be able to get a slice of wedding cake. <laughs> I'd be pissed off too if I couldn't get any wedding cake. Yeah, that's true. Not the fact that, like, you know, like the ring, the, the ring, the ring bearer died. Yeah, the little kid who who got, fucking got brings a ring on the pillow gets blown to bits, and they can't identify him because one limb is in Pakistan, the other's in Afghanistan. <laughs> we watched that movie too, man. Eye in the sky with with oh, fucking yeah. drone uh, porn with Pinkman, Helen Jesse Pinkman. There. Yeah, Jesse Pinkman. I think it posed some philosophical questions about. The use of drones. Well, it shows you, too, that you can be a meth dealer, but you can end up working for the military and be a drone operator, you know? So what's worse, like operating drones or being a meth dealer? <sighs> Selling meth to people is doing the Lord's work. People well, need their honest. meth. Yeah, it's honest. I mean, it's honest. It's definitely very honest. It's hard work. You're not in an air-conditioned trailer in Vegas, dude. You're no. like out in the street, right. maybe getting killed by Tuco. Yeah, maybe your head true. ends up on a fucking, like, you got to deal with Gus Fring. Desert. Gus Fring. Yeah, that movie was uh, was pretty. Alan Rickman wasn't that one of his last movies? One of Alan Rickman's last movies to be drone Gryffindor, to be not, <laughs> to be using magic on the Muggles, 
Or do we give him a sleep potion? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Look, Helen Mirren, too, man. Like, yeah. She, she's, she's in the cold. new Fast and Furious, I think. Dude, and that, she fucking pisses ice water in that movie, man. Helen yeah. Mirren is nasty. Yeah, she's... She's so bloodthirsty. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. That's, uh... They looked at it, though, from both sides, though. I mean, they human... They cut... Okay, they tried to humanize it. I mean... Yeah. The, 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 the scenario they had, they had a little girl selling bread outside of a terrorist house. Right. Right, she's out there selling her bread, you know. I mean, maybe that's the case. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I mean, you do hear about, and we watched, obviously we watched London Has Fallen. Yeah, well. That whole deal starts with a drone bombing at a wedding. Anything, yeah, anything I know about foreign policy. I know from Gerard Butler. Yeah, Gerard Butler taught me about it, and Morgan Freeman. And Gerard Butler has informed me on all the old Mesopotamia and all the, you know, the, um, what was that movie he did there? Uh, what was 33 it? or... Oh, uh, 300. The 300, right. Yeah. And he did another new one recently, which just looked like garbage. Yeah. He's, Gerard Butler's not the drug. So whatever I was. know about like terrorism and geopolitics, I learned from Gerard Butler. Yeah, and, and, and Avi Lerner. Because right. Avi Lerner produced... Of course. You know. And, and, and Harvey Dent there was in the... He played the president. Yeah, he did. His chin was fucking incredible. Yeah. Aaron, He's got a real presidential chin. Aaron Eckhart has a very presidential butt chin. Negotiate with terrorists. Yeah. You know? So that was... They were running around getting blown up around London and... Yeah. Just, you know... All the world leaders fucking died. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was great. I could see, like, Trump wanting to make that movie while he was president. Well, we're going to do the sequel. I mean, it's going to be tremendous. Yeah. And I'm Trump gonna- Tower has fallen, you know? <laughs> be the next one dude <laughs> yeah that might be the next where trump has to rescue ivanka she's up in the 90th floor dude and it's fucking it's te- radical terrorists it's bin laden's son right it's yeah. bin laden's son who with isis with isis teaming who, up together who, who fucking came through the country you know illegally was a sleeper i warned everybody about it came here through syria as a refugee wasn't really a refugee i mean it should be obvious you know he's coming through he's got muscles he's got a box cutter he's got mace he's got a he's gun. got a foot long camel schlong and he hijacked trump tower and he's holding ivanka hostage in the 90th floor we were going to send bruce willis and right but he was a he's little on busy. vacation so with quite more the only person who, who could do this Ashton. was was trump with his two top secret service agents who were Aaron Hernandez and George Zimmerman. And we're going to do a great job, by the way. That would be great. Dude, I'd go see that. That'd be a great fucking That's idea like for you, Hollywood. Fucking Trump Black Tower Buster has 2017, fallen. President Trump. Yep. Trump Tower. And even if Trump's president, he'll still act in the fucking movie. Like, he will. Dude, he would totally do that. Well, he would oversee the script just like he oversees the tweets. Right. Dude, he oversees all of it. What, I mean, do you, what is it that you get in trouble for? Well, the problem is we get in trouble with the red tweets. You'll be surprised, Megan, quite frankly, at what we don't say. Well, and thing, what we don't retweet. The things that we didn't tweet. <laughs> the things we didn't tweet. So he would be very... He, he didn't apologize to Megan Kelly, Mike. There's no apologies he, to me. He's like, you wouldn't believe the things that we didn't retweet. Look at what we, that we didn't retweet. <sighs> so good. Yeah, it's incredible so, stuff. So, so fucking good. Well, I want to uh, just leave tonight with a tribute to Patrick Swayze. We touched on him earlier. We're going to we're gonna play She's Like the Wind, which I think was in Roadhouse. I think so, too, yeah. I feel like Sam Elliott was in that movie, too. The guy who was in Big Lebowski. And they dug him up out of a porch. A lot of women really porch. like Sam Elliott. He's rugged. He's strong. He's got something. He's There's strong. definitely something there. Yeah, he's so, strong. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Jackwood Radio. We had a blast. and it's great. We'll keep you posted on everything that's going on with uh, Eric's Donald Trump identity crisis and uh, upcoming interviews. We do have a big interview coming up, which we're not going to quite announced tonight but when it happens you'll know about it so have a great night and we'll see you on the flip side she's like the wind through my tree she rides the night next to me she leads me through moonlight only to burn me with the sun Taking my heart, but she doesn't know what she's done. Feel the breath in my face, her body close to me. Can't look in her eyes, she's out of my league. Just a fool to believe I have anything. like the wind 
Just a fool to believe. Just 